0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hanging Out with Howie. Tonight, we have a distinguished panel here. As always, my wingman and good friend, Brian S. Red. And Mr. Reliable from Lake Placid, Eric Wilson and Good Guy Productions, always there. And my partner in crime that we will not divulge what they were, Jay Brannon. (laughs) journeyman extraordinaire john c from boston massachusetts welcome guys hey um we're at the end of um our our summer season and eric brought this up i think it's a good topic um you know what are we going to do in our downtime and then in this new uh new way of doing business we threw a lot of things out there, what worked and what didn't work. So let's go with that. Well, hello, Bill. Welcome. So Sarah, a late a,
1: boys and girls right on
0: time. All right. So we're going to go with, let's do the negative thing first. We, we did try some new things. Um,
2: Eric, what did you try that didn't work? Oh, wow. What didn't work, man. Yeah. It, you know, this summer was I don't know about you guys, but here in Lake Placid, it was slamming. And I mean, it was slamming. We were busy every week. There were people creating ideas. Hey, we want to have an anniversary party. We want to have a birthday party. We had a great summer up here. We definitely do have our seasons. And I think probably you guys do too as well a little bit. Uh, you know, Now we're just going to kind of focus on the college stuff. But um, yeah, it, it was a good summer and we definitely learned some things. What didn't work though, man, see, I, I was going to go with the good stuff first. Jeez, this was your idea. I know it was. <laughs> I, I was all positive and you know, and optimistic on, on everything. Um, overbooking myself didn't work. That was pretty tough. I tell you, there was there there was one day, and and this is almost a, a big mistake on myself. There was there were so many events booked back to back to back. I always set reminders to myself uh, on days that might be an odd day, like a Tuesday or a Sunday, just in case, just to kind of ring that bell to remind me. And there was one that the bride said, Can't wait to see you here at six o'clock tonight. And all it was it was an equipment rental. They had their own DJ flying from Detroit. And I look at my watch and it's like 510. I was like, Oh boy, my heart was pumping. Now I had preset everything in the van. It was all ready to go, but it was a Sunday afternoon. I kind of lost track of, I guess, the days and the time because we had four events the day before. And that was one of those things where it was almost a heart attack moment. We were ready to go on time, but um, I think maybe something I learned from there is just maybe every day, just take a look at that calendar just in case when when you're busy in the middle of the summer. You know, Mm. just daily look and see, do I have a meeting today that I might've forgotten about? Because, you know, we do work Fridays and Saturdays. So a lot Mm. of times I will meet uh, on Sundays. I will have nighttime meetings a lot. There have been times the doorbell rings and the the family goes, who's that? I'm like, oh, that's, you know, Brian coming over for, for a wedding meeting. So maybe, you know, on, on the negative side of things, something I learned that is really just when you're in the middle of the busy season, don't get relaxed, stay on point. And, you know, maybe set some reminders on the calendar to, to, you know, ring that bell and wake you up and make you stay, stay on target.
0: All righty. John, um, what do you think, uh, doesn't have to be negative, but something that maybe didn't work You learned something from?
3: Well, the, the toughest part of the, of the struggle of the past year was just just maintaining that you know, forward thought of, of the cleanliness factor of having to keep up with that. Um, you don't realize until you start watching how many people touch how many things, and you're running around like uh, Nunu from the Teletubbies, right? Just little shh, little light cell here, right there. Ah, oh, just touch the table. Shh, spray that. You know, you don't want to be a, a, have too much of a phobia about it, but uh, it, you know, from leaning on facades to you know talking to you and putting hands down, you're like, wow, this I should really have someone else here with me because I can't keep track of all this and, and try to maintain it. Um, it just it's something that you want to be conscious of because, you know, you want the the presentation. You, obviously you've talked with your client. You said the health concerns are of the foremost, but then they touch the mic that's taped to the stand. Like, shh, 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 you have to spray that. Um, just just to keep up with that and to and to keep that top of mind um, was, was probably the only struggle. I mean, gear-wise, we were doing smaller shows. We, I mean, we went out and did a few, not a lot. but Yeah. Um, that was that was the thing I noticed uh, most off was just just to, to to keep that in focus and realize that that was really the important thing because it was you know a, a breath away from you know not having those shows so we really wanted to you know show the venue that we were being you know diligent with with keeping up with the cleanliness factor and trying to protect all the guests.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, John. Bill, what can you, you think is something that? didn't work in this new normal, it, so to speak?
1: Yeah, it, it, it kind of half worked, half didn't. Um, mine is, is one we discussed in here before, um, the foam mic covers. Um, mm. I think it was Brian who brought up the idea of buying the big Yeti ones that just drop on like a cup over top of the mic. And I had already gotten a bunch of just the regular foam mic covers and cut slits in them but that that idea was way better um so i went out and bought a whole bunch of them instead i had one wedding where there were nine people giving uh speeches well one was a blessing the the others were toasts so basically nine people speaking i gave all nine of them their own individual foam mic cover and three of them knew remembered their instructions to Put the mic cover on. Take the mic cover off. Walk away. <laughs> I, the other six, one even being the bride and groom, um, all failed miserably. Uh, another example. I did this year. Th- that was for a wedding last year. This year, I did a um, like a, a um, a, a business association conference, an all-day event. And they would have several presenters and then there'd be Q and a after they did their presentation. And so we agreed that we were going to set up a central microphone on a stand and in between sessions, I would just go and and spray off and sterilize the mic, but we had already instructed everybody in between each session. When you have a question, get up, wait in line, go to the mic in the middle of the room, even had a, little sign that said microphone <laughs> with an arrow on it <laughs> and people would just sit in their seat and ask their question and the whole thing's being audio recorded so i'm sitting there not getting the audio it, yeah. it, it was it was miserable um and the people that did go up and use the mic would grab the mic they'd talk in the mic they'd leave it on the stand but they'd still feel the need to grab it and move <laughs> it around and pull it up to them It was a total fail.
0: (laughs) Actually, you know, that must be human nature because we saw DJs do that. We saw that at the mobile DJ meetup, and we saw that out in Vegas
1: Mm when we
0: all went out there when they had the Q&A. Now, that also happened to Jay in Atlantic City. They put a mic right in the middle. It's all DJs, and they said, come up because it's being recorded, come up to the microphone. People are, uh, they're you know, uh, they're just right from the seat. Um, I You know, what are you going to do? What are you yep. going to do? Well, then let's go right to Jay. Jay's just shaking his head like, I can't believe that happened to me.
4: It did. And I, I think we sometimes, I take that back. I think some DJs, probably not anyone in this room, do occasionally forget their DJs and the proper protocol and etiquette when it comes to those things. Um, I think this is a great question, and I've been really racking my brain. All the things that I'd planned on worked really well, and I'll go into that later. I was more surprised at the things that went wrong. And the things that went wrong were what I had set up for clients that just completely disregarded kind of like what, you know, Eric was saying, it's, you know, I'm sorry, Bill said about the nine toasters. I, I went to every one of my clients and I said, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And I got 100%. Yeah, well, yeah that's cool. Whatever. We don't care. I'm like, no, it's for COVID and the safe. Yeah, there's no COVID. Oh, OK. Like, they didn't care. Like, they just didn't give a, at all. So. Like, I literally didn't do anything this year that I felt I got There are things I want to change. But, I mean, I introduced these awesome lights that Howie, you know, set up for me. And my expensive mic stand. I, everything went great. Like, I wouldn't change a thing. Cool. Sorry. Well. <laughs> Don't mean to bring the show down, but, like, things went really well.
0: That brings us to Brian with for some words of wisdom.
5: I'll tell you what I'll do for you turn it around for you I'll, I'll turn it around to the positive what did work now I'll, I'll talk about what didn't work and then what actually worked
0: oh the that's the second that's the second part
5: right but what i'm going to do is spin it for you
0: oh so, okay. so i'll start with what didn't
5: work and the resolve
0: so oh, okay the resolve yeah. so you yeah so i'll kick it off oh, yeah. for you being last. It's like a TV show or something. Exactly. I like it. I like it. He stole from
4: the night of music the U-turn. The resolve. Remember how? It, <laughs> just, resolve. So you know
5: what, just so you know, Eric, you're really hot on your mic. Oh, am I? Uh, That's good. Yeah, yeah, but you're five times louder than the rest of it. I got
2: to keep adjusting. <laughs> I, I just music. want to be heard clearly. I, Is that well, better? I'm gonna do yeah. a little adjustment. We better?
5: Go. Oh hey. yeah, it's perfect. Okay, I so, like
1: perfect. What? Howie's
2: too quiet.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hanging with Howie.
2: We Um, we just did a a resolve.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So, I did this event on Saturday and I I knew this guy. So, typically, what I'll do, the way I structure things, is there's a grand entrance, then there's a cake cutting. After that, they do a prayer and then they eat and I try to hold all toasts and speeches until everybody has an entree in front of them. In this case, it was a buffet. And then after everybody has food in front of them, whenever the head table's ready, we'll go ahead and kick off toast speeches and then announce dessert after that. Where I get the curveballs sometimes is when I have those clients who say things like, we don't want people to clink glasses. What we'd like them to do is stand up and sing a song with love in it or something. Well, this time they said, we don't want them to clink glasses and we want you to announce this early, you know, so they don't do it. What we want them to do is stand up and tell a story about us and then we'll kiss. Well, there were a couple of problems with this. The first problem was, well, well, it was a time thing. Right. So people would stand up and want to tell a story. And I say, you want the mic? No, I'm in theater. I project well. So they're screaming their story and half the room still can't hear. And what it's doing is it's constantly interrupting table conversations. So, so people are getting kind of frustrated with this. And I found this at my wedding the week before last, it was kind of annoying because the way the coordinator has structured things was their speeches after salad, then their speeches after entree, then their speeches after cake. And you kept them stop and start and stop and start and stop and start. It's not working well for me because I can't do table rounds because I'm constantly up there facilitating a microphone, bringing volume down all that crap. It's not working for anybody at the tables because they're constantly being interrupted with their conversation they're trying to have. So that didn't go very well. So after everybody was served, I went ahead and let people talk for a little while because I thought, you know what? They didn't get a chance to do that. Mm. About 10 minutes then, I went up to the head table and said something to the maid of honor. I said, look, let's do your speech in about 10 minutes. She said, that sounds good. I'm really nervous. I need at least that much time. No problem. Let's do about 10 minutes. I overheard the bride say, I really wish people would have done more stories. I was kind of disappointed that more people didn't stand up and tell more stories. Mm. And it got me thinking, you know what? What if I designated like 10 minutes before the toasts and speeches four stories? And I kicked it off with the microphone. I brought the music down and I kicked it off opposed to me just watching for someone to walk up to a microphone to keep bringing the volume down kind of thing. If that makes sense to any of you, if you hear me Mm -hmm. on this. Mm Because I can't do anything else. Like I said, I can't go around to the tables and introduce myself. Find out what people want to hear. I'm constantly up there adjusting volumes. I'm working. Dinner is always the hardest part. So I did. I waited about five minutes and I got on the microphone. I turned the music down. I said, hey, everybody, if you really want to make Ashley's day, she'd love to hear a story about her and Ben. So would anyone like to tell a story? And a couple of hands went up and I brought the mic to them. Oh, and I also did this. Before I brought the mic to them, I said, well, can everybody hear me okay? Yeah. All right. well.
0: I know where you're going. Yeah, I've
5: talked about this before. It's a good opportunity to do it. Like, this because I'm holding the microphone here. See what happens when I bring the mic over here? Can't hear me anymore, right? Yeah. So we know the microphone works. If you can't hear whoever is telling a story, please tell them to put the microphone closer to their (laughs) mouth. And sure enough, it worked. So I handed the mic to two different people. I have video of somebody speaking. And then when you know we had gone about 10 minutes, I got on the microphone. I told a story of how I met the couple real quick to segue into the, um, the maid of honor speech. I introduced her. It wasn't constantly interrupting people that way. I didn't have mm-hmm. to get people's attention more than once. I got it one time and it worked well. So there was a problem and I found a resolve for it. And I think I'm going to do a video on that. Because I think it works. I think it's a good way to handle that. And that could be if they're saying, hey, we want everybody to sing a song about love. Let's doesn't need a time for that. Instead of just randomly having it happen while there's table conversation, because it's disruptive. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I like
0: it. I like it. I knew that you were going to bring the mic to them. That's, that would have been my instinct. I, I,
5: and, and that's how I'm doing the microphone from now on. I'm bringing yeah. it to them. Yeah. And I'm going to stand right by them. And mm-hmm. when they're done, I'm taking the mic back from them, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give them the mic and step back, and just you know stand there and and wait out of the way of pictures and things until they're done. Right. I'll reach get the microphone. I think it's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: All righty. Well then, uh, things that worked. Um, what worked for me because we were pretty well shut down. Even the big multi ops were. I mean, it was just the owners were working, you know, and they lost a lot of their, uh, their crew. And just, just the way things happened, everybody knows the story. You know, we were locked down until June 1st. And that's right up until the end. The people were canceling, canceling, canceling. And the governor said, we're fully open June 1st. And it was too late. I, making calls making calls making calls and hey we can still do that now and they were like oh, and, nah 2022 so <laughs> it was one of those things but what I did shift to was tutoring the DJing and that worked out really well for me um, however I think I'll have to make some changes on that um, you know I I, I did not I'm, I'm very trusting <laughs> and some people didn't, uh, you know, quite pay up. Uh, so, you know, that, that'll be something that I, that, that I made a mistake that I'll, I'll rectify. So, so what did work then? What did works? Um, John, what worked for you? Uh, what did work with having the downtime
3: and going back out was having the time to look at the, the system as a whole and be able to break it into three different setup of systems depending on the size of the very smaller mm. venues we were playing. Because it mm-hmm. used to just be, you know, you bring all the boxes and all the cables and the, the whole fire alarm bag and it what, what everything you needed was there. Um but when it got smaller, it's like, well now I just need this. So I want this organized mm. with this. So the setups and breakdown times got a lot smoother. When, when you're doing a small area you don't need the whole big gun show um so i, I found that um, using that time and being able to to still be able to take everything but then to to repack it in a way that it makes sense that the things that go out with each other complement each other it's not like you just have all par lights and nothing exciting or you have just just moving lights and nothing stationary because the wrong things were going to the wrong places and or i wouldn't have a wire to make Something work, or you wouldn't have a the right cord for something. So, having it, you know, better organized, and using the downtime to label everything, to you know, get some different size um, cases for the things that I want to always have together, uh, just made for smoother setups and much faster breakdowns.
0: Mm. Sounds so good. That was Bill, a- how about you? Um,
1: you know, for me, a lot of it was just. Uh, similar to what John was saying, kind of going through all my stuff and, and, you know, cleaning things out, sorting things out. Um, I did something to, you know, th- that was more for me. I don't think everybody would want to do this, but we've all talked about different ways to store our wires. And some people have said, Oh, I have a bag for each element. So the, you know, the wire bag goes with that tool or what the speaker or whatever, um, I had gone out and picked up a whole bunch of different sized uh, tool bags from like Harbor Freight. I'd gotten some from a Sears when they went on clearance. And so I went bag crazy and started creating all sorts of different gear bags for, for little things. Um, I've got one for, just for, um, for Goba lights. I've got one that's just for video production stuff. I've got one. Um, for extra audio production needs. And it's even got a couple of little eight inch um, tabletop mic stands in it now. Just uh, pretty much, I've got a bag for everything just about, almost.
0: Oh, good. Now, Eric, I'm sensing that you're going to say something. Go ahead. What what worked for you?
2: Something absurd, preposterous, or?
0: (laughs) No, I was thinking, you know, when you were panicky, a little bit something something really hit the jackpot for you
2: well you know just like like i said paying attention a little bit setting alarms and things like that you know that that was that doesn't happen very often i think we might even have talked about this uh, you know a couple months ago maybe just in the chill room and discussed it how um it it was funny i was doing an event and uh this i am interviewing a tarot reader to do for an event for me and the guy says, oh, I feel you have a good heart. But have you ever had a heart attack? I said, no, what are you talking about? He goes, I, I just sent some kind of heart trouble in your future. Well, <laughs> damn it. If it... <laughs> Two weeks later, you know, he didn't know what he was saying at the time, but it happened. So, um, you know, I'm going to mimic kind wow. of what, what uh, John and Bill did say. Um, organization was definitely something we worked upon. Um, you know, like, like Bill said, you I've I've got a bag for this, bag for this, bag for this. I buy road cases and that's, everything is organized. I've of everything on my wall checklists. And, um, you know, that, that certainly helps because time is money. And if I can save time, that's going to save me money. And I'll tell you what I did is I gave all my guys raises this year and they're happier. I was able to save money and I became a little bit of a better salesman this year it was kind of a twofold thing that people wanted to have great parties. So when I suggested, Hey, let's do some first stand sparks. That's a great idea. Hey, let's do some uplighting. That's a fantastic idea. I became a little more suggestive and not so tentative and apprehensive to ask for money. And so that translated into me making more, which also made help the guys make more. And I, and that was, you know, anytime I can, pay my guys better. My guys work their butts off, man. And mm-hmm. they've provided me with a, a pretty good living and a pretty good way of life. And if I can mm-hmm. help them by giving them more money, that makes me feel very good, you know? And so that's something that worked out well for me, I guess. And to, you know, summarize that I became a better, more confident salesperson and, and, and what we have to offer for people.
5: You got a good crew over there, by the way. Yeah, you do. You got a good Great crew. crew. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm
0: very,
4: very
2: fortunate. You are. You
4: know? Yeah. So, Jay, what worked for you? Um, I kind of redid the business this year. I got a new car for the business. I got new speakers for the business. I got new mics for the business, new mic stand, added lighting. Um, Everything, I changed everything enough that I just had Mm. to, because I was busy, I had to work smarter, not harder. So, you Mm -hmm. know, something as simple as instead of taking four I used to carry six bags with me to every gig and i really only need one but i carried six so this year i decided early to get brand new bags and then set up all the cables for the main system and then the ceremony dinner system and when i ended at the end of the night i took out a brand new bag that had never been used and put all the cables excuse me put all the cables in that bag so then moving forward that bag was designated main system so that now i only had one bag i bought a hard shell case for my two new mics the foam is all trash now i have to get another one but i tried to be more in the moment organized so i wouldn't have to work as hard and the biggest thing believe it or not i've always placed things in my van or truck or vehicle horizontally so i'd put things in folding that way and this year for the first time i realized that if i put my evolve 50s at each back door of my jeep facing out in the zip bags and then placed everything vertically i could fit so much more stuff i mean you're talking 20 years plus of just loading things sideways and then suddenly the voice said uh-huh why don't you try putting it in vertically? And I did. And all of a sudden, I'm like, (laughs) wow, I have an X stand, two speaker stands, two bags, um, SRT 1000 SRT, the two evolved tops, the XDJ XZ, the lights, another speaker, more bags, like everything fit perfectly. I was like, why did it take me this long to figure this out? So I, I think it was a lot of little tweaks along the way. But mm-hmm. you know, knock on wood, the events went great. I have four more weddings this year, and then December is just a sleepy month. Mm. But it's it's thank I'm blessed and grateful. It's been an amazing year. Mm. So everything everything's gone really well. The new lights. One photographer told me to turn off my Howie spotlights. Going over the bride, she said, "Can you turn those off?" I'm like, really? "Sure." Yeah, she didn't like them. I don't know what her problem Focus was the other maybe. night, but I was like, sorry. She goes, yeah, they're in my way. I'm like, oh, you're the first you are the first one to say that. Yeah. How long have you used them? I'm like, I don't know, 20 weddings? Well, maybe the photographers don't get it. I was like, okay, I'm not going to win this fight. <laughs> yep, yep. By the way, spandex <laughs> pants like that went out like 10 years ago, but it's a nice try. <laughs> I, I might consider losing 30 or 40 pounds before I wore them like that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. But
0: that's just me, right?
4: That's yeah. just me. I, I don't know if I don't know if they look as good in a fourteen as they do in a four. <laughs> but I don't want to be that guy. I'm going to get letters again.
0: Yeah, I know we're all going to get letters. <laughs> Brian, save us. Did Bill go? <laughs> yeah,
5: you went. Okay, I just yeah. don't want to take anybody's turn because I know he always goes to me last. Couple, it's dumb things like Jay said, and uh, it's it, and even you mentioned Bill with just trying to consolidate a little bit, I started, well, okay. Being disabled, it's a little tough for me to wind cables. In fact, when I first started gigging alone after this thing happened to me, I was using all self-winding cables, but that's heavy and I'm better than that now. So I've been using regular cables, but it kind of becomes a bit of a spaghetti incident. So I recently, I mean, within the last month, added Velcro to some of my cables, and it's really saved me time trying to untangle stuff. And and, uh, something else that I did that I technically did it last year, but I didn't gig that much to really realize how wonderful it was, was going with a smaller speaker. Weddings are smaller. crowds are smaller. Don't need this big speaker anymore. So, evolve thirties weight-wise, setup-wise, load in my truck-wise, very effective. Not too much, not too little, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 very happy with those. Those are the things that really made a difference.
0: And it's it's still a nice looking setup. I mean, in pictures, I can't tell the difference between the thirties and the fifties.
5: No, you can't. And you know, like, and that's yeah. a good point. The footprint really hasn't changed. The only thing I've done. Right. Different other than that recently was I added the the powder coated black Provent table just Mm to have a fresh table. You know, I'd been throwing that Provent table too around, you know, like a redheaded stepchild for quite a while and it gets a little bent up after time. So it works still, but it's a little bit of a struggle one handed to get everything to line up and come together where that Mm. new MB is just like, ah, this is butter. This is nothing. So, but otherwise, everything kind of looks you know pretty much as as it always has with little changes, but uh yeah, very happy with with awesome. just the little changes that just put a, enough little changes in place that makes a difference. So it takes two or three, and it just saves you a lot of time and agony mm-hmm.
0: yeah i I think yeah the the common thread here seems to be that work smarter, not harder, Yeah, smaller footprint, a place for everything, everything in its place. So hey, what's everybody gonna do um for our downtime? What are you gonna be doing, John?
3: Uh I I'm started on this quest of going back to the billboard history. I started from 2020 and I'm doing the year-end all hundred songs and marking them in the genre tag so I don't have to move the folders they're in. So I can just pull them up with a couple of keystrokes. And I'm currently in 1977 working my way backwards. So I've traveled some 30 years back in time.
2: <laughs> mm, nice.
3: But, uh, awesome. get to hear some songs you haven't heard in a long time and, uh, and dust them off and say, wow, this would be good to to throw in. So getting the music organized um, and then, of course, copying multiple onto the hard drives and doing the backups. Because so I haven't done that in about six months. I'm behind on that.
1: Six months. Yeah. Wow, How about you, Bill? Well, you know, um, Mike Walter said, in and I in think a while back, it coming out of COVID, if you haven't done the things on your to-do list during the COVID shutdown by now, you're probably not going to. <laughs> right. That's true. I fully intended to go through my CD cases and rip all my CDs during the COVID shutdown. I... Did like 20 <laughs> <laughs> um so if and, and i'm, I'm kind of hoping i don't have a lot of downtime but if i do um i hope to get all of my cds ripped before april
0: oh awesome well and, eric i don't think you're gonna have too much downtime are you
2: well you know we do have Definite seasons here, you know. In Lake Placid, the sports they're going to be coming up within a month or so when we start having the big events. Um, you know, on Christmas Day, we've got to set up a video wall for the uh, the ski jumping qualifiers for the Olympics, Nordic mm-hmm. combined as well. So you know, we've got a little bit of time off until we hit the New Year's Christmas time era, and we have another bit of downtime. But there's still little events, college events interspersed. <clears throat> but one thing that I really, really, really enjoyed during this whole, you know, year and a half that we were kind of shut down is getting rid of my old gear, man. I sold so much stuff. People even ask me like, are you going out of business? I'm like, no, this is stuff that's been sitting around in shelves Mm -hmm. in the back of that box truck. I sold speakers. I sold amps. I sold lighting. I sold all kinds of stuff. You know, all my speak on cables gone. I don't use them anymore. You know, all, and just getting rid of the stuff and cleaning up making more room for new stuff. Cause I happen to be a, a gear junkie. You know, we just bought a, an illuminated ADJ dance floor last week. That's taking up more rack space in the shop. So got to sell more stuff. And I, uh, it just, mm-hmm. it feels good. Other people are getting some good quality gear as well. So mm-hmm. helping them out and, uh, and making space for me and just getting rid of stuff that I wanted to get rid of for so long. So that's my downtime project again. Cool. Well,
0: Jay, you said you're going to be, uh have a little time what are you going to do with it there and after december
4: yeah I, right now i think i have two gigs in december january was supposed to be nam and nam prep which means i would start on january like third or fourth mm. so i'm busy usually all of january and there was talk of doing ces again which is still going so january yes. believe it or not january february are usually very busy months this january i have zero So, you know, I think like John, I've really got to clean up my hard drives and I still have music that I haven't kind of put together. So I might expand from a one to a two terabyte drive that I carry with me because I just have too much music. But, you know, it's going through and taking music I haven't played in forever off the first one. And then I think I'm really going to try to focus on doing more Twitch and try to really, you know, capitalize on. There's an audience to hear music out there and try to really try to do something with that and work on the website. You know, I don't see a lot of other options out there. I like Eric's idea just dawned on me. I've got a bunch of old gear I could get rid of. Mm. as 1,000 that's just collecting dust, and I'm sure somebody would use it and be happy with it, you know.
3: You list that it'll be gone in 24 hours with the equipment shortage mm. right now
4: <laughs> well you know what it's funny you say that john that's what i was just thinking too at the same time like wait a second now is exactly when you want to be selling gear because everyone's looking and they can't get it yeah. i know that firsthand like there's yeah. no new gear coming in from manufacturers i mean till late 2021 early to mid 2022.
0: yeah you know? i it, i'm like bill with the oh you know the cd thing I, i've been planning to sell off the gear that's been sitting for years i mean pa systems everything mm-hmm. and i haven't done anything with it yet yeah now brian really- I, I know you're going to be busy even if you're not gigging so yeah what-
5: <laughs> i actually just took a consulting job uh, i am Very going to be working cool. with a company that builds tour rigs for uh, companies cool. to do promotion at um things like festivals and such. There's oh. one I'm working on right now. It's actually for uh, the cigar people, Swisher Sweets, which I just said without tongue tying myself, which I <laughs> normally do.
1: Yeah,
5: uh, they're though. putting together a, a karaoke rig for a tour and I just put the purchase order in today. Gonna, oh, and I may, I may be in St. Louis next week, actually just being tech on it. So I'll put it together awesome. and then i just kind of stand there. And if anything just doesn't work, I'll step in and say here twist yeah, this down, the, and there you go
4: it's a mobile karaoke rig is what's not going to work what the?
5: <laughs> yeah. hey I man can I, sing. I, i'm in as a technical consultant not as a oh, marketing take the consultant
4: run. Not run talent so, yeah, yeah. No, take the, can i get more talent in the monitor no again, <laughs> no it's cool it's
5: this um this guy i went to school with and he reached out to me about consulting on this is something that the client wants and i've turned them on to so many different things already they like my ideas and I, I get this feeling this will be a reoccurring thing. I think this will be kind of,
4: that would be cool. Kind of, yeah. you know,
5: I, I don't know why I get the feeling, but I, I really do think that I'm. this isn't the last time they're going to use me on this stuff. I think I'll be kind of the fifth beetle, you know, going in there and taking care of business mm-hmm. what it needs to be taken care of and going around and teching and things, when it needs to be done around the country at, at different uh, festivals and such, depending on the rig that's getting put together, which, you know, right, really is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I, I've got relationships with the retailers and uh, I, I I know my gear pretty well. I can make things happen based on what their needs and wants are and kind of who's going to be operating it and such. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of a new venture for me. That's, that's kicking off this week.
0: I like that. Yeah, and I, I was, just didn't, I was, by the way, when you, were, when you first talked about it, I thought, you know, this could be another little side thing. You know? I figured
4: it was a one-off. I thought it was just this one thing the guy but was why doing.
0: but why why not? I mean well, he's good at it.
4: Yeah. yeah and no, no, and they need this right, kind of stuff. But the guy was only doing this one thing. I didn't realize it was like other clients were jumping in the mix. Well, well they Squishers do a lot is of
0: the only cigar maker. I mean come on. They do a lot of work for people who specifically do music festivals.
5: And we were talking a little bit and they were mm. mentioning these I don't know, old, I won't say the brand name of speakers they were using and how they were powered and all this. And I said, no, those are okay, but have you seen the column arrays? And Mm -hmm. we don't know what you're talking about. So I actually brought some into the conference room. I had two different ones in my truck, just happened to have them. And they were Mm -hmm. blown away. Like you're just whatever you say, we're just going to buy whatever you say, because this is the way to go. Mm -hmm. You can't be good at everything. You can't be an expert on everything. And it's nice to come in, and, and be the one who would specialize with this stuff when these right. types of clients come up. Cause like I said, they do a lot of music festivals, um, clients who do, you know, specifically go to music festivals. So their needs are going to change their, wants are going to change, it's going to be a different client all the time. So this could be a real, I don't know. And maybe not, maybe I don't hear from them again. Maybe I do it once a year, maybe, it, you know, but I think this is going to be a thing that, you know, and, and the guy and I get along really well, like I said, I went to school with them and, Apparently he liked me in school and still does. So we're, we're in good shape there. So I didn't have to go in and they didn't have to get to know me and all that crap. It was like, Oh yeah, it's Brian. Yeah. Whatever Brian says, Brian's good at this. Follows me on social media, just, you know, as a friend kind of thing. So it's oh, nice. It's, it's a cool little, you know, side gig to have.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm really hoping totally. that my little side gig uh, takes off because I'm thinking, Hey, DJs are going to be, you know, typically off. Right after the first of the year, I'll make my usual phone calls to book my summer stuff, which uh, which is been postponed. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that I can uh, do some tutoring because that's downtime and especially for solo ops, you know, that want to improve their light show. uh, I was maybe
4: I have something there.
5: Funny enough, Howie, I was just thinking about this after putting the purchase order in today. I'm thinking to myself, there's going to be a client who wants lighting. Can I do it? Yeah. But it would be really cool if I said, you know, I got a guy. I got a guy. That we could fly in to do this design. And this is all about not working with other DJs. And and, uh, everybody, you know, using, utilizing their talents, you know, to get what we're worth i guess you know go in and yeah. do work in places where we're really appreciated and people you know value our talents and, and i thought of you howie i thought of you with that with lighting yeah. design
2: well I'll yeah i
0: am kind team. of meticulous when it comes to uh logistics and planning so i know you are but i could yeah. just see you
5: flying in here crash in here you what know like
0: farina oh no, no, I got new tires on the truck, dude. I'll drive out. There you Mike go.
4: <laughs> could do it. What about Mike Farino? Mike Farino is totally good with all that stuff too. I would call Mike.
5: Hey, don't Mike? call Hallie. He's, he's. I, don't know, I wouldn't call him.
4: No, Mike Farino knows everything. I'd call Mike Farino.
5: I don't even know who Mike Farino is.
2: Fernino. He's the guy that's ever.
0: Yeah. He's the one that stepped on my 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 uh, DMX bridge and disconnected it. Out oh, that guy. Hell? When the lights okay. went all crazy and we went, oh, right.
4: We need to do him back here. I think yeah, <laughs> anyway. I think he's the head of the uh, the new DJ show in February. No, but I mean we've got such
5: a great network of people when opportunities like pop right up, here. it's it's so cool to be able to know that yeah. I know people who can do things. You know, mm-hmm. if it's if it's a big convoluted thing and it's it's a production thing, maybe Eric's the guy I'm calling up and saying, dude, I need your help on this. You got some time and and bring in some of my friends for talents if if they're really looking to do something more Mm -hmm. on the you know big you know marquee club dj thing jay's the guy i'm gonna call because he's got all the fingers in that i mean Mm -hmm. we've got a network of people and and we can't all be experts on everything but it's nice when we can have relationships and we can rely on each other to yeah you know, come together and and make, make great things happen.
4: Well, look, if you get regional too, they go to Boston, you know, you can call John to do something. Oh, I got somebody everywhere. Yeah. If if, if there's a music festival in Boston, I got John, you, you got guys around the country that you can trust could step up and be like, Hey, you don't really have to do much, but I need somebody there that can like at least tech this setup. And this is what it is. Oh yeah. I'll take care of it. Brian. Thanks.
5: Right. We're really in trouble. We've got this big production we're doing in Lake
4: Placid, and we don't know what we're
5: going to do. It's like, hmm.
4: I'd leave Lake Placid to start with. That place has been down. You know a guy. I think it's 1980. I mean, it's it's, it's upstate New York, dude. It's freezing. (laughs) It
2: (laughs) was 29 last night. We're still rolling, man. We've got 29. (laughs) Which is the second largest sports festival in the world. That's coming in 2023. Wow. 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 Yep. So, so I guess gonna we are going to be
0: here again for the. Will this be our third February coming up?
4: Yeah. Or, yeah. It wow. Okay. 20, this happened right after
0: 2021,
2: May we started this. Twenty
4: twenty two. Holy yeah. Christ!
0: Oh, okay. Wow. So our second February. Wow. Yeah.
4: Well, no, because February twenty 2020, twenty, February twenty twenty one, February twenty twenty two. I call it our third February.
2: Yeah.
5: Second oh, anniversary, third straight. of February.
4: Second anniversary, but third oh. February. It was right we should, after. We now, should
0: have that a we said. should have an anniversary party in here then. Yeah, man.
4: How do we, about we get together? To party. What's yeah, the difference between a night in here and an anniversary party, though? I'm just <laughs> thinking, like, we'll drink. Oh, okay. How hey, we'll hey, send there, everybody
5: there. a care package and open it up, and they'll have like beef sticks in there and. <laughs> <laughs> Checks Mix and we'll all and, and I little, still
0: little, can't little. find those ooh, beef ooh. sticks anywhere. Uh, I'll have to come out and just load up, you know. You should. That's what I'll have to do. Should. All right. Well, hey, thanks everybody for uh, helping out tonight as usual. This is just, I don't know, great networking group here and uh, it's not like any other group um, you know, like on social media. I mean, it's no trolls in here. Everybody just sharing and it's been a great night thank you all so much and we will see you next week take care